the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And the lifelong trader. This is the Biz 1440. KYCR Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul. The SRN News. I'm Rich Thomason. Now in Cambodia, President Biden is overseas, meeting with world leaders at several foreign summits during his week-long trip abroad. The president is in Cambodia this weekend for an Asian conference before traveling to Indonesia for the G20 summit, the annual gathering of leaders from the world's largest economies. At each stop, Russia's war against Ukraine and China's increasing influence will be on the agenda. Mr. Biden also is preparing for a face-to-face meeting with Chinese President Xi Jinping on Monday. Greg Clugston, the White House. With Mark Kelly's victory in Arizona, the Democrats are edging closer to keeping control of the Senate. Two other races still outstanding, though, the Nevada contest. Also, the Georgia Senate race, which will go into a runoff next month. The Nevada governorship flipped from blue to red. This is SRN News. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-260-1792. 800-260-1792. That's 800-260-1792. I'm driving a 2018 Elantra, red, my favorite color. Hi, I'm Rita from St. Paul. Well, when I first walked in, I felt welcomed. And I'd been at a couple other dealerships that uh, I gave an F to. And Justin was the first gentleman to wait on me when I took it in for my first service. And he's been the only person that I've dealt with since then. Can't say enough good things about him. On Christmas Day of last year, I was on the freeway driving home. And all of a sudden, a red light came on and the right front tire was low and the next day I called and Justin answered he said let me take a look at it and go in the waiting room and and I'll get back to you they found that there was a huge nail in the tire and so he was able to get that all fixed up and replaced and sent me on my way home Infragrove Hyundai was very welcoming service was excellent Infragrove Hyundai's service technicians are ready for you no matter what kind of vehicle you drive open 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. weekdays call them today or schedule your appointment at InfragroveHyundai.com Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. You know, 
Quasimodo predicted all this. But, um, but... Who did what? Come on, man. You brought the face mask, you nut. Like I'm a clown, I amuse you? Come on, man. Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. We've got a lot to cover, and time is short. But, uh, um... <laughs> The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. This is all wrong. It's not getting better, it's deepening. All you can talk about is money and fairy tales of eternal economic growth. It's an astroturf farce. It doesn't matter. It's the King Banyan Show. I think you'll find it very interesting and a lot of fun. Nobody seems to care much about it. It's insane. Your source for penetrating economic insights. Correlation, causation. Um, um. Razor-sharp analysis and unflinching universal thought. <laughs> Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. What in blazes is this? Toy of the future. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. Silence! Come on, man! Okay, I got that at 76 seconds. Not saying, just saying. King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. Good morning. How are you today? I'm great. I'm I'm cold, but otherwise, it's it was 62.8 degrees in this office when I got here. It's currently just about 64. We're going to have to have a chat with the uh, buildings and grounds people. Uh, <laughs> kind of. I mean, I'm beginning to wonder if we're the ones going to be uh, cutting our uh, cutting our uh, heat consumption. Uh, to uh, fight the uh, Ukraine war. Um, I don't know that we bargained for that. But anyway, 651-289-4477, the number to call with questions and comments in this uh, in this uh, um, uh, in this hour. Yes, we're just calling that the long intro now. Uh, if there's a long such a thing as a long goodbye, there can also be a long intro, and that is it. But thank you, John. That one, that that one is a that one is a doozy. Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. Hopefully, you get your cup of coffee. I have mine. Has your coffee prices have your coffee prices gone up? Mine sure have, um, and uh, lots of lots of prices going up. The CPI report came out this week, and I'm telling you, I don't, uh, I don't quite get how people have reacted to this um there was there was really i mean i seriously thought about canceling inflation saturday because my when i first read the report because i didn't think there was a whole heck of a lot in it and 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 in the meantime i'm watching this thing with ftx and uh uh, sam bankman freed and thinking to myself this is the this is a really big story. We will probably put that off to hour two. Um, I've got uh, I've got uh, Scott Cleland coming on in, in the next hour. He's going to come to us and talk about uh, talk about basically how do we get back uh, control of the internet. Uh, his belief is that the that uh, his his group uh, Restore Us International is uh, v- very much uh, opposed. Um, to, to Restore Us Institute, I should say, RestoreUsInstitute.org is their their website to talk about uh, talk about how uh, how the, how harmful the internet is uh, to to folks. And I admit, I I have a I have a grandson who's who's in second grade, and 
I see him I see him using the internet and I go, mm, I don't know what I like about this. But I also remember back in the nineteen nineties and our discussions about it then too. I'm I'm old enough and Mr. Cleland's old enough too to remember those things and we're gonna have a chat about uh, what the right thing to do there is. We'll be doing that in the second hour. But here in the first hour, um the market reaction to the CPI report, I thought, was absolutely bonkers. The Dow went up over a thousand points. Um the ten year bond fell thirty three basis points in one session on Thursday. And you're like, oh, that's weird. Um uh, uh I think they are I think they are um I think they're wrong. I'm just going to say right up front, my view is that the thought that inflation has been defeated is wrong. Um, But I did a presentation on... on, So Thursday morning, I I watched the report because I know at noon I'm speaking to a group of commercial realtors uh, here in in central Minnesota. Um, I talk to this group pretty much every year, and for some reason they always schedule me during election years to speak to them like a day or two after the elections. And they want they want an impression of, of what what the elections are going to be like. Uh and 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 or what the impact of the elections are. And my view is we still don't know. Um it seems likely that whoever controls the House of Representatives will have a small majority. It's more much more likely it'll be the GOP than than the Democrats, but uh, we'll see. The Senate possibly could be up to another runoff down in Georgia. And so on the federal side, my answer was, we don't know yet. We simply don't know. Most likely you have you have at least one chamber of Congress in Republican control. That's gridlock. Here's an Here's a stat that you might want to know that I shared with them. If you take the growth of real GDP in years when the when the presidency and both chambers of commerce are control both chambers of commerce chambers of Congress are controlled by different parties, the growth rate of GDP is nine tenths of one percent lower than when it's controlled by a single party. I didn't divide between Republicans and Democrats. If you want to go do the experiment, you can. I'll let you I'll let you you do that if you want to make a partisan point. That wasn't what I was trying to say. But Congresses that are Congresses that are divided typically don't pass a lot of major legislation. They can pass some legislation, but I don't necessarily see them passing a whole lot. Um the opposite story is happening in Minnesota, where we now appear to have unified control of both both houses of the legislature and the uh, governor's mansion, which was not the case uh, in the previous session, and in fact hasn't been the case since uh, tw- uh, 2016. So, with that, we now have we now have this very interesting. Uh, we'll now have this very interesting phenomenon where, where, where you have a large budget surplus, a, although how much of a surplus there'll be when they get around to March and 
tell you what the surplus is. I think they'll probably wait till then to pass something. But there's also the fact that a bonding bill wasn't passed last session. So they probably will be looking to uh, pass one of those as well that will be substantially sized. So, so you'll get here in Minnesota, for those of you listening to us here in Minnesota, which is most of my audience, not 100%, but most of my audience, um, Minnesota will show you what a unified, what a unified control of the House and uh, of the legislature and the and the executive branch looks like. Whereas you will get not that out of D.C. Um, and that's all I have to say about it. Um, I'm not going to speculate on which bills get passed or don't get passed, because again, we don't necessarily know everything about who is going to be sitting in the House, uh, in the Senate. We don't know if it's going to be split control of Congress or if uh, the Republicans will have both houses. It's possible. I think it's unlo- I'm going to say I think it's unlikely, but it's possible. In fact, I'll go look at the uh, prediction markets uh, here in a little bit, but my guess is we'll, that's where we'll be. So we talked about that, but, but you know, I spent most of my time focused on the CPI report. And what was interesting was the reaction of the audience to this, friends. I, I, I don't spend enough time telling you about, about the reaction I get from groups I'm speaking to live. Um, by the way, if you reach out to TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com and you go look at the page for the show, you can find a way to contact me uh, if, you're interested in, 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 if you're interested in having me come speak to a group. I speak to both uh, – I speak to a lot of groups that are – public associations, uh, I, you know, um, to chambers and so forth. Um, I do some conferences, but I don't do a whole lot of those. But uh, happy to visit with you about that. Um, but if you look at the CPI report, the, 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 the reaction of this audience that I was with Thursday to the report which said basically, you know, core goods inflation actually fell. It has been falling for months. This whole res- this this whole cycle we've seen this broad trend where consumption first happened and this was a graph I showed this group that I've shown to several groups now where if you take personal consumption expenditures on durable goods on non-durable goods and then on services, non-durable goods, excuse me, durable goods consumption shoots up 20% within about 18 months. It should make sense to you that it is difficult in this world of supply chain disruptions, COVID, and so forth, that it would be difficult for suppliers to keep up with the demand for inputs from durable goods producers. And the way that shows up is when things are hard to make, when it's costly to make them, prices get marked up. But those prices have tipped out those prices, I would say, have undoubtedly tipped over in the last few months. But the, the audience was like, I'm having none of that. They're like, no, inflation is still bad because you're piling prices on top of price increases on top of price increases. And the guy was getting at uh, the compounding 
of these inflation rates that we've seen. Um, and, and audiences are not sold that inflation is done. And so the market reaction was almost entirely based on the expectation that the Fed might be pivoting to something different. Now, I got four little clips, four very short clips of things that Federal Reserve officials said Thursday in response, you know, this week in terms of what they think is happening in the market with with inflation right now. We're going to play those for you uh, right after the break along with some with an interesting commentary um, that I heard on CNBC. We want to play all of those for you after these messages. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. Back in the day when I lied, we'd always lied. Now here you all fooling around out every Sightseeing in Ferris, at the Mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to the Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. You know, if you feel like you're stuck with a health care plan that isn't affordable or you simply just don't like how it works, well, right now, during open enrollment, is a perfect time to switch to MediShare. The typical family saves $500 a month when they join MediShare. And what's more, they like it. MediShare has double the customer satisfaction rate compared to the industry. That's double. And MediShare is the most trusted name in healthcare sharing. It's been around for 30 years. It's shared more than $4 billion in healthcare bills. And here's why now is the perfect time to make the switch. If you join MediShare Complete by January 1st, they will waive your new member fees and you'll save an additional 10% off your first year. That's right. No fee to join, 10% off every month for all of next year. But again, it's a limited time offer. So yeah, you're not stuck. You've got a great option. Call now, 844-47-BIBLE. That's 844-47-BIBLE. 844-47-BIBLE. Are you looking for a unique Christmas gift that will keep on giving? We've partnered with Twin Cities award-winning photographer, Wayne Moran, for a special half-price lesson offer. Wayne will teach you all you need to know to take better images. Better image. Regular price for this five-lesson package is $500, now just $250. Only five of these special offers are available, so call the station now at 651-289-4413. 651-289-4413. Over 50,000 police officers are assaulted on the job each year, leading to injuries and death. This is the reality they deal with when making contact with the public. Another reality is that if someone doesn't comply with a lawful order or uses force against them, police may have to use sufficient force in response to obtain compliance. Use of force is always ugly. Nobody likes it, especially police, and nobody knows how it will turn out. Spread the word. For de-escalation to work, both parties must de-escalate, and de-escalation isn't necessary if there is no escalation. Help police by not escalating. Don't attack or try to disarm an officer. Whether it's getting asked a question, getting a citation, or getting arrested, don't argue, don't resist, don't flee. After the encounter has been resolved is the time to address any complaints. Comply now, complain later. Keep everybody safe. 
This message brought to you by the National Police Association. To learn more about how to help law enforcement accomplish its goals, visit nationalpolice.org. Hi, I'm Anthony Commerce with Commerce Water. A year ago, we introduced wet technology into our softeners. It's exclusive to Commerce. Since then, customers have saved an average of 700 gallons of water and over 300 pounds of salt each year. And you can too. Go to Commerce.com. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, the Biz 1440. Very, very good to be with you again. Um, so this report, let me let me just give you the broad brush strokes. Um, uh, we we had uh, uh, we had uh, some numbers that were in the CPI report that were that were to some people biasing the sample a little bit. Energy prices were up 1.8% month over month. Food prices up 6 tenths percent month over month. I had a fun conversation on Twitter. You find us on Twitter at pound KBRS. That's the way you find the conversations we have here on the show. And they happen all week long. Don't just don't just uh listen in at uh don't just listen in between 9 and 11 on Saturdays. You can hear that that conversation's going all week long. I had one person asked about egg prices. I've always loved egg prices as a as a way to figure out what's ha- what's happening in an economy. Particularly when I worked overseas and you were in countries that were experiencing high rates of inflation. <clears throat> if you were hitting the mark in terms of reducing inflation, the place you would see it would be in eggs. And it's kind of easy. Eggs are all about the reduction of demand. Because egg supply is pretty constant. The chicken produces eggs. And they don't care if the price is high or the price is low. The only way you can keep the chicken from producing eggs is, of course, to get rid of the chicken. And that means that you've permanently reduced your supply of eggs. You can't just adjust short-term supply to changes in price there at all. So, so if you want to see whether demand is, is still high or lower... Egg prices, super good. And sure enough, uh, on our Twitter feed yesterday, we were pointing out that uh, egg prices had gone up uh, had gone up forty three percent in the last in the last twelve months. But of course, that's not core CPI, you know. So, if you took out the, the core numbers and you just went to look at look at uh, like the Cleveland Fed trimmed mean CPI. It was now at 6.95 versus 7.30. That's the first deceleration since January of 2021. Okay? You know what? One month of deceleration to a number that's still in the neighborhood of 7% is not getting me to pop any corks. Um, Energy, okay? If I looked at, so like I said, core prices, core goods prices, um, Drop four tenths percent month over month. Okay, core goods means means I'm pulling out food. I'm pulling out. I'm pulling out energy uh, from that, and then and so if I take that, I'm down to a five point one percent year over year rate versus a six percent rate in September. So yes, those numbers have dropped, and they've dropped fairly significantly. That's clearly true. Uh, um, 
That's clearly the case. However, you have not, that again, that's only one move. Um, and that's, so the core CPI at 6.3, yes, down from 6.6. 6.6 happens to be the highest number since the early 1980s. So, yeah, you've, you've cooled a little bit, but you're still at a rate that's still very, very high. You're still at a rate where, again, the Fed funds rate is at 375 to 4%. It is not, not, not uh, yet positive in real terms. So when I look at the CPI numbers, I'm seeing... I'm saying, eh, you know, you still got things to do. And so so let me play for you a couple of clips. And I'm going to do these in order, uh, in, in, in somewhat of an order here uh, to talk about. These are four Fed officials, three presidents, Lori Logan from the Boston Fed, Philip, uh, um, uh, uh, Patrick Harker, not Philip Harker, Patrick Harker at the, uh, at the Philadelphia Fed, Esther George at the Kansas City Fed, and then... Oh, yeah, they're all four presidents. Mary Daly at the San Francisco Fed. So let me play these first. This is this is Lori Logan from the Boston Fed. Cut number five. While I believe it may be appropriate to slow the pace of rate increases so we can better assess how financial and economic conditions are evolving, I also believe a slower pace should not be taken to represent easier policy. And 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 likewise, so so. The slower rate of increase, right? Doesn't mean we're de- down there, right? Patrick Harker, same same thing, cut number six. In the upcoming months, in light of the cumulative tightening we have achieved, I expect we will slow the pace of our rate hikes as we approach a sufficiently restrictive stance. But I want to be clear, a rate hike of 50 basis points would still be significant. And this is emphasizing something we listened to last week. If you go to TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com and go to the podcast, you can listen to what we said last week in the show. We had jobs Saturday, but in the second hour. So pull hour two of that show and listen to it and listen to what Jay Powell says. He says, don't pay attention to to the speed at which we're going to the terminal rate. Pay attention to the terminal rate. And yet... Yet, all of the expectations for all the terminal rates across all of the various uh, uh, Fed funds meetings on the futures markets all backed off 25 basis points on the basis of this single report. I don't hear it. Let's play. This is President Daly, cut number seven. Stepping down is an appropriate thing to think about. It is not to be confused with adjusting the terminal rate. The, the written by terminal, I don't mean the end rate we'll ever have. I mean the rate at which we would raise to hold. Meaning, okay, the rate at which we'll stop raising rates. They may decide to go to 50. The market moved from making 50 versus 75 basis points in December, an even money bet, to now a 4 to 1 favorite in favor of a 50 basis point increase versus a 75 and that happened like on a dime Thursday morning I'm going to make point one more time this is Esther George president of the Kansas City Fed soon retiring 
President of Kansas City Fed. Cut number eight. A more measured approach to rate increases might be particularly useful as policymakers judge the economy's response to higher rates. Already, we've seen the committee's policy actions lead to a very sharp tightening of financial conditions. And that that last little bit was half the reason I wanted to grab. That is 60 seconds of commentary from the four of them. But that last little bit was super important because, as we talked last week, as much as worrying about an increase in an increase in tightening and a recession and what might happen to unemployment, I think, I think the, the Fed's bigger worry is the financial conditions. That's why I want to talk about this thing with, with uh, crypto and, and, and uh, FTT and FTX. That's why I want to talk about them because those those are the types of things that could be contagious to other players in the market, right? Crypto can do what crypto does, right? And we might say, yeah, but that doesn't really impact real. I hear people say, that's not real, okay? Uh, Sam Bankman-Fried made this very interesting point. So if I take a look at Tesla, how much of the price of Tesla is... The balance sheet of Tesla versus Tesla stock, the meme, right? Um, I confess, I lurk on Wall Street bets on Reddit. I read, I read it because it's because I'm trying to figure out what people are thinking, and what I see people thinking, what I see people thinking, is the is the uh, Tesla, Tesla, FTT, these things are all responding to emotions and manias and so forth as much as they are responding to supply and demand. Um, so I get that the Fed is a little more cautious about how far they want to go and they might want to slow down. In my mind, and I know some of my listeners agree with me, just get to whatever the terminal rate is and get there sooner rather than later. But if you're concerned about the fragility of the financial system, big increases from here might be something that you're just a little too nervous about. We'll have more right after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. 
Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-626-5252. That's 800-626-5252. 800-626-5252. Dr. Gorka here, and you know me. I am very cynical about products, especially those that claim to help people suffering from pain. So when I tell you that Relief Factor truly works, I want you to know that I mean it. I suffered from a stiff lower back for almost a decade, one so painful it made it difficult to kneel in church on Sundays. When I finally decided to give Relief Factor a try, I didn't ever imagine that I would find myself free of the pain. But that's what happened. Now I take Relief Factor every day. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country and your old car can really help them so call the veterans car donation program right now for free pickup of your vehicle help the vets and help your taxes at the same time call right now 800-884-9018-800-884-9018-800-884-9018 that's 800-884-9018 Uh, well, excellent. Daniel says he doesn't know this music very well. He's just getting things probably from uh, John. It's a it this this is this belongs in your uh, this belongs in your playlist for quite a long time. Um, of course, this is the music of my college years. King Banyan Show, the Biz fourteen forty six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. The number to call with questions and. And comments. Um, uh, I I was uh, tweeted at I, I think by by a, uh, someone who's I think fairly new to t- Twitter, but but writes to me writes to me that um, is it part of the high egg prices that I mentioned before due to bird flu? Doesn't the price rise due to bird flu need to be filtered out? Perhaps 
But I went back and looked because I had tweeted, I remembered a story I had tweeted earlier this year on this, and I went back and found it during the break. Um, And I'm looking here to say egg prices uh, were up 52% year over year to to reach, uh, to eggs, a dozen eggs were $2.88 in April. Now, the listener who had (coughs) reached out to us uh, before had had actually mentioned uh, uh, that uh, Morgan had said that that Morgan had paid uh, 368 uh, at Cub. So let's do a little math on the air. Isn't this fun, huh? I'm going to take uh, I'm going to take 368 divided by 288. That gives me 27 percent rise just between April and and now. So I don't know how much of that 43% rise really is due to bird flu. But my thought is perhaps not as much as we thought. <clears throat> because it really, I I think, you know, as I remembered the story, and again, I'll go back and retweet the Forbes. The, this was a piece in Forbes. I'll retweet this to you in a moment. But this piece says that, in fact, in fact, they took out 90 poultry, 90 poultry flocks uh, 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 in 22 states <coughs> as of April 1. Excuse me. Hang on. Let me get a sip here. So the the prices, uh, you know, if I take a look at chicken breasts in that same period, um, prices rose from like 314 to 393 up from 248 a year ago. So that's an even bigger increase in that period. But again, 288 for a dozen eggs in April, 368 at least if we use Morgan as our shopper in um, in October. That's 27% in in half a year. So that's going to be well over 50% in the full year. Um that strikes me as being a pretty still a pretty significant increase. So I'm not sure how much avian flu had an impact, but you're right. You're right, new listener, uh, that uh, uh, our person here, that uh, that there is something going on in that. There is something to, to be considered in that uh, in 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 the avian flu. I think it happened, but I think it's probably all captured in the short term. So, what were people basically saying on the on the markets? I liked I liked the what I heard on CNBC. So, let me just play a a few of these clips. The first the first couple are from Victoria Fernandez. Um, she works for Crossmark Securities. She was on, on this panel with uh, with uh, Andrew Sorkin and uh, Steve Leisman and Lindsay Pitts uh, from uh, Stifle and uh, or Stifle, excuse me. And um, and she had this to say. Let's play cut number one, please. We know that raising rates is really all they can do is affect demand, and demand has stayed somewhat consistent. You guys had a B of A analyst earlier talking about consumer spending and how that's continuing to do well. I think when you look at energy, part of that headline number, I think we're going to continue to see demand go higher. We're going into the winter months. Um, We have sanctions that are going on to oil and gas on Russia out of Europe the first week of December. You have China beginning to open up. I think there's a lot of demand out there. So when you look at all these different components, 
Maybe you can say headline or um, headline CPI has peaked, but I don't think you can say individual components have peaked. And they and I, again, I don't believe they have. One component that actually had had tipped over was interesting. I I I don't know that I put this in the Twitter feed yet. I don't know that I did. I'll double check on this. I might have a couple. Yes, I did. Uh, this health insurance piece. I tweeted to you a story from Wall from the Wall Street Journal from the last week of October. It was pointed out in a in a short uh, newsletter from uh, Peter Bookvar on Thursday, who says the who who quotes it, the Labor Department bases the price of health insurance in large part on health insurer profits, which are reported with a lag of about 10 months. Thus, data in October 22 CPI reflect what happened in 2021. This year's updated updated data are based on 21 when consumers caught up on preventive care and elective procedures eating into insurers' premium income which should translate to a drop in health insurance prices in the CPI. So, so these numbers went down. But if you take a look at other insurance prices, auto insurance prices up 13% year over year. Vehicle maintenance costs up 10% year over year. I had to do an ignition coil last week for the car. Mm, that was painful. Airline fare still up 43%. Hotel prices up our hotel prices are up 5.6%. Hotels are beginning to finally catch up. Airlines are beginning to finally catch up. My my daughter just got her plane ticket to come to come home to visit us uh, over the, over the holidays and and she said, "I didn't plan to spend this much." And I, you know, it's like, "Honey, we want you home. How much do you need?" But still, she we 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 still have we still have things. Uh book for our rights. The continued slowdown in the pace of goods price gains offset persistent services inflation, with rental gains continuing to catch up, even as medical care costs kept them from accelerating faster. Now, the, let me let me continue on this point. This is this is Fernandez again. Um, um, cut number two. Lots of different elements that I think we can say, yes, it was a good number. I don't think it changes the Fed's path whatsoever at this point in time. I think we go 50 basis points in December and probably one or two 25 basis point hikes in the beginning of next year. That gets you to perhaps as far as four and three quarters to 5% if you get two 25s. That will happen in March. That is still... 25 basis points below what the expectation was when I talked to you a week ago. Uh, Lindsay Piegsa says, from Stiefel, in the same interview, says this, cut number three. Said another way, with the Fed applauding earlier policy initiatives in terms of lowering headline inflation slightly, with 375 basis points of tightening already under their belt and inflation still near a four-decade high, this simply reinforces the notion that there is significantly more work to be done, that more rate hikes need to occur in order for the Fed to reinstate price stability just on the demand side of the equation. And, and again, this is, the, this is the point we'll make over and over again. The, the, the Fed, the monetary policy is only able to control in pr- prices by destroying demand by destroying demand. And the problem has been 
that there are other elements in the economy out there that are picking up demand. Think about the fact that that there's going to be greater demand for our energy products from Europe as we start to impose the price caps on, on Russian oil and gas. And I'm not going to talk about those this week because I still haven't got in my head, I haven't sorted in my head how this is supposed to work. Buyers cartels are very unstable. I'm not sure what the enforcement mechanism is that makes this work, but we'll see. Um, uh, as uh, as uh, Fernandez pointed out in, in one of the previous clips, uh, you do have China, which appears to be slowly but surely pivoting away from zero COVID, uh, dynamic zero COVID policies, seems to be opening up. Who knows, right? Who knows what's going to happen? Will they panic and, and just try to slap it, slam everything down again? But you see, but you've seen this dramatic decrease in shipping costs because China had been closed. That also decreased demand for energy products at a time when, when we're getting less energy out of Russia. Do we think, do we think that we're going to see that turn around if China says, you know what, the economy's back open again, right? So we we will see on that. But I did think the best point that was made was done by Steve Leisman in this very same panel with, with PX and, uh, uh, and Fernandez. Uh, this is cut number four. The Fed uh, pro- almost certainly stayed too long and maybe did too much. But um, once that happened, there were some other factors that went along and I think the biggest mistake by the Fed and one that ought to inform policy in the future is to adjust policy to the fiscal regime as it comes in. Uh, Both Trump and the um, uh, Biden administration did a lot of fiscal stimulus. And uh, the extent to which uh, that was out there, the Fed didn't seem to plan or react to it. I'm going to have to play that again for you after the break, because it's 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 an extremely important point. I want you to think about what would have happened Let's go, let's go to the break thinking about this. What would have happened had the Federal Reserve looked at either the CARES Act, well, leave CARES Act aside because there's no way they would try to counteract CARES. But suppose the Fed in March of 21 had said, you know, this American recovery plan, this is going to be inflationary. We're going to start raising rates now rather than waiting. Should they have acted then? What would have happened? Give yourself that thought. We'll be back with an answer after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. The Biz 1440, KYCR Golden Valley. 
the Christmas Mortgage Miracle is back and bigger than ever. For five years, the Christmas Mortgage Miracle has made it possible for you to win next year's mortgage or rent. This year, we've raised the grand prize to $18,000. To pay for next year's mortgage or rent. Increase your opportunity to win when you enter up to once per day and complete optional bonus tasks. Enter the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes. Go to TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com and click on the VIP Fan Club. What's your least favorite season? Now, if you're like me, it's cold and flu season. So get relief from it this year with Mucinex DM. With cough and chest congestion relief for 12 hours in just one dose, that's three times longer than four-hour products. Mucinex DM makes any season comeback season, even cold and flu season. Get three times the relief in just one dose with Mucinex DM. It couldn't be simpler. Nothing lasts longer among over-the-counter cough and cold remedies. Mucinex DM provides 12 hours of relief for chest congestion and cough, day or night. Use as directed. Hello? Hey, stranger. Oh, hi. Thank goodness it's you. I was afraid to answer the phone. Why? What's up? The credit card companies are after me. They want me to make payments, and the calls never stop. Ouch. Been there before, but I got help from Trinity Debt Management. Trinity? Yeah. I called, and right away, Trinity contacted my creditors and got my interest rates cut in half. They ended all the late fees and over-limit charges, and they stopped those annoying phone calls. Bet that was a relief. Yep. Then they put me on a plan that consolidated my bills into one easy monthly payment. That way, I paid off my debt fast while saving thousands. Nice. Trinity even showed me how to plan and meet a monthly budget. So now I'm debt free for keeps. Wow. Do you still have their number? Sure. Here, write this down and call 1-800-990-6976. Can you repeat that? 1-800-990-6976. That's 1-800-990-6976. I've got a math question for you. When you add tolerance, subtract prejudice, and multiply efforts to treat one another with respect, what do you get? Less division. And school sports have it down to a science. Looking for an example of what can happen when we realize there's more that unites us than divides us? Look no further than high school sports in Minnesota. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. There's a ton to explore at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Like the biggest savings around at our half-off deals tab. Click on programs to see your daily lineup. Win prizes at the VIP fan club. Catch up on your favorite podcasts and more. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay. Or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to the Biz 1440 at Odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. If you don't follow us on Twitter, you're making a mistake, I'm telling you. I I have someone who I don't think I have ever talked to on Twitter before ask that egg question, and so we we actually are getting some conversation about that going on uh, using the hashtag PoundKBRS. Thank you for being part of that, Um, and we invite you to include that. If you include that in, then we'll see it in the feed, and... uh, and uh, just absolutely uh, very happy to uh, provide you with that, with that, uh, with with that service. There, we'll keep we'll keep that conversation going. But I want to play this again for you because I I asked you at the break to sort of do a counterfactual. All right, and the counterfactual is 
what would have happened to the Fed? Where would we be now if we had raised the Fed funds rate in response to the American Recovery Plan in March of 21? So let's do that. Let's play this again. This is Steve Leisman on CNBC on Thursday, cut number four. The Fed uh, almost certainly stayed too long and maybe did too much. But um, once that happened, there were some other factors that went along. And I think the biggest mistake by the Fed and one that ought to inform policy in the future is to adjust policy to the fiscal regime as it comes in. Uh, Both Trump and the um, uh, Biden administration did a lot of fiscal stimulus. And uh, the extent to which uh, that was out there, the Fed didn't seem to plan or react to it. So think about let's let's think about that particular fact for just a minute. Uh, I'm going to talk about uh, the Fed funds rate. I'm going to I'm actually going to pull up a graph while I'm talking here, um, and we're going to we're going. I'm just I'm just trying to get this. I'm going to pull up the weekly data, and um, and I'm going to I'm going to preview this. So if I go back all the way. If I go back all the way to when they started, um, let's. I'm just. I'm just having it pull, pull some information here for me. Uh, let's go back to there. It's pulling me. To, here you go. Remember, the Fed funds rate was on March 13th in 22 still at at the at the lower bound okay so they spent a full year a full year holding the rate at zero after the passage of the american recovery plan right the first rate increase comes in a meeting that happens in the second week of march of 20 of this year They, this, they're, okay, so they start to taper quantitative easing. But even there, the quantitative tightening that they're supposed to be doing hasn't been as high as you thought it would be. And the question now is, the question now is, what would have happened then? I can tell you what would have happened then. The screaming that would have come from Congress and the White House we're trying to stimulate the economy and you're taking, you know, you're taking the punch bowl away. There is no way. Is this a mistake? I think Leesman is making a very good point. Right? Had you since all right, I do not think it would have been reasonable for you to raise rates during the CARES Act in April of twenty twenty. I don't think there would have been anybody that supported that because at that moment we were we were going through a very deep recession. I wouldn't have said it, and I'm willing to bet none of you would have said it either. But if you go back and listen to what we were saying in 21, how many of us would have said, boy, there's a lot of demand out there. I think some inflation's coming. What Leesman is saying is that the Federal Reserve should have been run by Larry Summers rather than Jay Powell. Because Larry Summers, Jason Furman, a few other people were calling the inflationary aspects of this well in advance. 
of well in advance of of what what uh what happened so that that would have been a good idea, but it didn't happen so we've talked about the so here's the here's the uh, conclusion of this right we are now at a point where goods price inflation is fairly is beginning to roll over there are people out there who are making all kinds of noises david bonson who i love has been making all kinds of noise about the fact that that a lot of the inflation number that's being built in right now is from that owner equivalent rent and the way we treat leases uh treat leases and so um we're still looking at we're still looking at numbers that are too far too far back but i tell you you look at whatever number you have and if you don't think the inflation rate the underlying inflation rate is still running around 5% you're going to have to tell me a much better story than i'm hearing so far the fed funds rate so the question is and i did a little work on this maybe we'll talk about it maybe we'll talk about it in the next hour maybe not I did a little bit of analysis after reading a John Cochran piece that uh, I tweeted at you uh, a couple days ago in which he points out that under his work on the fiscal theory of the price level that is even now showing up on on other news programs uh, not 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 just uh, not just the usual programs that it is possible if you believe the debt is not going to grow anymore if you believe the government's going to actually not keep spending as much as they are, then it's possible for the inflation rate to come back down to 2% without sending rates above the current rate. It's possible. But do you think you're going to get deficit reduction out of D.C. in a divided government? I don't think so. And that's why I still think the rate needs to go above 5%. Scott Cleland from the Restorus Institute joining us right after the break here on the King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. In Minnesota, there is magic in the silence of falling snow that's hard to explain. A coziness of evenings spent by the fire. And there are few words to describe a three-course meal at a James Beard award-winning restaurant or a day spent snowshoeing through fresh powder. It's a winter wonderland, inside and out. Plan your dream trip at exploreminnesota.com. Sponsored by Explore Minnesota Tourism. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. Oil investments involve a high degree of risk, and actual results may vary. Oil keeps going up as the Russia conflict escalates. Get in on the next major oil boom now and help the U.S. with your patriotic investment that can potentially pay you monthly income for up to 20 or more years. That's the sound of a producing oil well and the sound of a smart investment. If you're an SEC-accredited investor, you can take advantage of Encore Energy's projects. The U.S. government needs your investment in oil and is allowing you to write off nearly 100% of your investment in the first year. Goldman Sachs is projecting oil to go up to $100 a barrel. Call 800-287-6691. Call now and learn how to deduct 100% of your investment and create 20 or more years of potential monthly income. Call 800-287-6691. You'll be calling directly to the home office of Encore Energy. That's 800-287-6691. 
need your help. Hello, I'm Marianne Koharski, Director of Pro-Life Across America. In my 30-plus years, I've never seen such a concerted attempt to silence our efforts and at a time when it's most needed. There's a powerful effort to prevent and block our pro-life messages. Our billboards, social media, and digital ads are all impacted. Unplanned pregnancies still happen. Our ads feature a hotline number connecting callers with more than 3,000 pregnancy support centers across America, offering alternatives to abortion, free ultrasound, and pregnancy help. Babies' lives are being saved. The need still exists. It really does. And Pro-Life Across America needs your help. To donate, please find us at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Did you know I could suck my thumb before I was born? Yep, we all started small. Over 50,000 police officers are assaulted each year, leading to injuries and death. They know that if someone doesn't lawfully comply or resists, force may have to be used to obtain compliance. Nobody likes it, especially police. Help police by not escalating. Don't attack or try to disarm an officer. Don't argue, resist, or flee. After the encounter has been resolved is the time to address any complaints. Comply now. Complain later. Keep everybody safe. This message brought to you by the National Police Association. Learn more at National. Bears, Bulls, and even Black Swan. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.